When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Give it to me. We know each other. He's a friend from work. They put my ass in jail for 30 years. Get out of my house! To Sylvie, everybody! <laughs> and I killed Sparky, too. Welcome back to Shred Out of Marvel episode 31. It's your host, Kevin27. And it's your boy, Chris. And this is our What If Theories and Marvel News Show. What's poppin', bros? I'm good, man. How you feeling, dog? You know me. I am feeling great. It is a beautiful Sunday, which will, well, I guess it'd be a Monday when they listening. But, you know, had a good day today. Yeah, great day today. Donda, 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 drop. <laughs> so, <laughs> listen to some, listen to some Donda, feeling very holy. So, no, no I'm feeling good. Yeah, oh God, how you feeling, bros? <laughs> Shit, I'm feeling good, man. Just finished watching the Jake Paul fight. You know, it was pretty entertaining. You know, for what it was, but you know how people gonna say it's rigged, but that's a story for another day. Hey, it ain't rigged when you take a shot to the jaw and you keep your fucking legs up, so. Facts. Oops, I listened to Donda. No swearing. <laughs> no swearing. I listened to Donda. Time for you to go to jail now. Time to go to jail now, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I swear it's time for me to go to jail. Damn it. Like, okay. Gosh darn it. So... Before, first and foremost, I just want to say, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. We lost yes, sir, the beautiful Chadwick Boseman over a year ago. And um, definitely sad to see, man. And um, But I really appreciate all the love that Chadwick Boseman, you know, garnered on his one-year anniversary. And here we are, you know, mm-hmm. adding to the love. Uh, hopefully you've seen... You know my Twitter post because, and that came from the heart, man. Because I've been, I've been messing with Chadwick, like no lie, like ever since Jackie Robinson. So yeah. Chadwick Boseman been on my radar, and once he became Black Panther, it's been Wakanda forever, ever since. So oh, rest in peace, Chadwick. Um, condolences to the family again. Yes, sir. You know, you got anything to say, bros? Man, you know how I'm feeling about it, man. It's just a sad thing to even know that a person like Chadwick busted his ass for this whole, like any any movie he worked on, he put 110% into it every single time. Right. And he was he was very inspirational, and he made sure any role he got, he made sure he stood out, you know. So that's what made him, like, really a legend in my eyes for actors, you know. 
and him playing this Black Panther role, like it made it so much more wholesome. You know, it like it fit him for him to be that person. Right. So, you know, for him to get that role and be able to strive it at ten times bigger levels than we would ever thought, you know, it's pretty good. So, you know, rest in peace to a legend. Chad, we, you you would be missed forever, bro. Yes, Sersky. So now on to the show. We want to give a shout out to G. Greggy, who left a five star rating on August 26th. Really appreciate it. When you hear best yes, things sir. since sliced bread, can't do nothing but say, We appreciate you. Thank Bow you, down. Because we appreciate listeners like you. So. Thank you for the five star and be like Greggy, man, and give us a five star rating because we appreciate those because they get us in the algorithms and get us going up, you know, and keep mm-hmm. us going up to the top. And um, we if you're listening together. on Amazon, because we welcoming the Amazon audience Ooh. now, you know what I'm saying? We on Amazon yes, podcast sir. doing big things out here. So we want to welcome the Amazon podcast to the straight out of Marvel Brothers. We go crazy on this thing with all these theories. Okay all kind of crazy shit and we just going to keep it going so be sure to follow us at the kc network 702 instagram twitter uh, let's start the show so hit me bros all right the biggest question what if and then you gotta look you just gotta leave it there that's it just what dot, if dot, dot, dot. <laughs> question mark <laughs> just leave you on hands but um uh... First question, based off what just episode three of what we've seen, you know, do we think that this timeline is just any different from any timeline just for this series? Like, is it just an episode for timelines of what if things could happen? But it will it tie into any other timeline in the future episodes? I'm going to say this will not tie into any other episodes unless, unless Watu gets involved. Because, Watu like did. I said, in the comics, Watu got involved and actually got thrown in the eternal jail. And I don't he know did. if it was eternal jail, but it's some cosmic jail. That Watu went in because he interviewed. He even killed one of the Watchers. So watch out for that. Okay. So yeah. if only way this could tie in with another episode is if only if the multiverse happens within like some some way it intertwines. Yeah. Because other than that, I think is a big fat no. But you know, just like. Remember, in the first episode of What If, at the end, Watu said that Captain Carter was the multi, like the multiverse's hero. So she could pop up in this timeline. You know, you just never know. So that's the only way I see it happening. Damn. I mean, honestly, I feel like and it would have certain effects just by Hank Pym, you know, standpoint. Because I was wondering with this type of question I, I have for you, like, 
does this make Ant-Man the most powerful Avenger? And that's just only a question because it's just because when you think about it with Hank Pym, this man took out the whole Avenger squad with just different stuff that he just came up with to get rid of all of them. Even though he lost to Nick Fury and Loki, you know, but they had a plan to basically get him because they knew it was about hope. But what if he didn't know that? What if Loki didn't know? Yeah, if Loki didn't know or Nick Fury didn't know, it was about hope. Do you think like Hate Pym would have basically killed off Nick Fury as well? Well, based on that logic, I understand what you're saying that Ant-Man could be the most powerful Avenger, but I'm going to say no because power to me has to deal with brute strength. And I'm not sure if Ant-Man has that brute strength outside of when he gets big. And mm-hmm. I'm not... Okay, when he got big in Ant... Or not Ant-Man, but Avengers Endgame, we didn't see the effects of that after. But remember, yeah. in Ant-Man and the Wasp, when he got... Or not Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Civil War, the first mm-hmm. time he got that big, he was asleep for 14 days. So... Oh, yeah, that's true. You know, and... I'm trying to think. Yeah, and he passed out again in Ant-Man and the Wasp. So, I'm not sure, like, his power is sustained on him being able to be big. Now, I would say uh, the most gadget-friendly Avenger, because, come on, the the ability to shrink small and and grow big is the best that you can have. So... I would say but that, the, or maybe the more resourceful, and I would, I would think you got to give, honestly, okay, this is the real question, Stark technology or Pimp mm. technology? You got to go Stark technology. But think about it. Stark got the Hulk buster. Yeah. Hank Pimp can go inside of Hulk and blow up his heart and make it explode. That's, that's true. That's true. So that's what I'm saying. Like, like stuff like that, would you think like the Ant-Man could really get that type of ability to be able to do stuff like that to make him that stronger Avenger, per se? Just not Bruce strength, you know, but just per se being out, like he could outsmart everyone and be there at the time being when nobody really noticed it. Because I feel like if you Ant-Man, you, you can shrink. Like, literally, nobody can see you doing this stuff. Falcon so that can. You, that's true. Falcon can. But or, even, excuse yeah, me. Even if, Captain America. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cap. You know, we're going to call him Cap. He big Cap now. But. Blapton American. Blapton America. <laughs> hey, I can say that. I'm black. It's not racist. I'm black. <laughs> As long as you're black and not racist. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But no, bro. I was thinking that because I was like, maybe he could just get rid of Cap. And he might be able to do stuff that other people couldn't be able to do. Plus, he could hit the quantum realm. He could do a lot of that stuff. So it's just like, it does make him as strong as one of them. We just don't know it yet. In my opinion. I see what so. you're saying. 
I just don't think he has the brute strength. Because think about it. He took all of them out while being able to outsmart them. It's not about his strength. It's about his smarts. Yeah. That's true. Like Thor, all power. Hulk, all power. Iron Man, it's up here. So you got to say the same thing with Hank Pym. And, you know, Mm -hmm. even with... uh, with Scott Lang turning in to Ant-Man, it's all about the mind, how to trick. Oh, I mm-hmm. can just turn small here and then come and just hit you real quick because you ain't going to see me doing it. It's not about, mm-hmm. I'm just staying right here, me and Mjolnir, and just get your <laughs> ass a strike of lightning. Like, yeah. So, that's why I say that. That's valid. Okay, you got a valid point. I see what you're saying. I agree. So, another one I got for you. How strong is Nick Fury? Nick Fury actually is. Like, do you think he just be able to put a team together and be there at the right time and know how to do the right thing and just know more than he letting other people know? And that just makes him strong. But I like, do you think he will have an effect in any type of battle? Person, no. no. Nick Fury again. Nick, excuse me. Nick Fury is about the smarts. Like, think yeah, about yeah. Captain America: Winter Soldier. Like his whole way of getting out of that situation was just about being smart. Like. That's all, yeah. that's all that's all that's about. That's true. That's why See, I feel like when he smacked Hank Pym, it was believable. Because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, Nick Fury smart. I just didn't I stopped buying it when he just started going ham on him. I was like, ah <laughs> <laughs> So does that actually make him just weak in battle but just outsmart like he could really just outsmart nah I'm not saying that makes him weak in battle everybody has their strengths and weaknesses Steph Curry can shoot from three but he can't play defense but he still won three championships moving on looking at (laughs) nah but that's yeah that's valid though because I I do feel like Nick Fury as a like a leader per se he is that guy that you you could talk to that could lead you in the right direction. But just battle-wise, I don't really think he can do that, but he could be able to find a way to win that battle. That's one thing I do like about Fury. So. Damn, bro. Why you hate on my analogy? I thought that was a good analogy. No, nah, that was good, but I, I agree with it. I, I think Fury would have some certain moments where he could be strong with certain things. But it's all about picking your it's just spots. A, it's just it's just opinion though. It's just my opinion for it. Alright, what else you got for what if? Honestly, I don't think I have any more. Do you have any questions for what if? Or any okay. future theories? It's hard to have any, honestly, it's hard to have theories about it because, wait, it's hard to have theories about it because 
it seemed like these are singular episodes. Yeah. So the only way for a theory to make sense would be if it was a continuation. So do you think the watcher just a continuation? Like continuation for this? My only my only theory is maybe the watcher is gonna get involved. Like I think them showing him in the skyline when Coulson was driving mm-hmm. is showing that he's getting more and more involved, maybe. Maybe. It is true. Because I do notice that he's starting to come in a little more stronger now than what he could before. You know? So even when he had the times where he kind of just was struggling and he would kind of watch over the, the timeline to see what is going on, it seemed like he's more he popping up more and more in each episode. Now, if he just chilling in the timeline, then I think it's going to be something probably at the end that's going to be like a shock, like probably like a crazy shock. So that's why I'm kind of thinking about this series, so. And it seemed like they're trying to go different routes for every episode because mm-hmm. think about it. The first episode, they just wanted to highlight what would happen if it was Peggy instead of Steve, right? Mm-hmm. And that happened. Not too many subtle, not too many differences, but it was still a lot of differences. I don't know why everyone acting like it wasn't that different. I yeah, mean, we did have Steve Rogers in an Iron Man suit. Yeah, that's big news. Like, and that was you different. Got, and you got uh, Bucky, who was who didn't fall off the train in that type of moment, you know? Yeah, but so there was still, still a lot Steve of differences there. And then yeah. the second episode was, okay, you see T'Challa affecting everything around him because he's him right mm-hmm. so then this third episode was a uh what a murder it was a murder mystery so mm-hmm. you know and it was like this was also the first episode where Owatu didn't say this was the the nexus event like mm-hmm. this was the one yeah he basically just like just went over it. Just kind of watched it play out. And that's why I was like, I feel like even even after the first one, I don't even know why people were saying that because she even with Red Skull. Man got murdered. Like, like man, like he didn't get murdered in the other cap. So in this timeline, you know, you get murked off. So it's just like technically where his story going to be move on forward like ain't, his story is just gone now he don't have a timeline anymore. that's it so I feel like the watcher probably just gonna have a big big role at the end and it's just gonna be some shit that's gonna tie into the future of these movies I think it's just every episode is gonna be something and it's gonna trickle down to the end where we kind of figure something's crazy happening So, the future is looking bright for Marvel. I'm excited. Hey, it was a joke, and I'm not. I'm not sure if this was her joke, but it was so funny to me. I said I have to say it on the podcast. Uh, 
So shout out Hell, shout out Hell Slay. You know what I'm saying? That's another one of our loyal listeners that I always fuck with. Anytime she hit me up, I always fuck with her. Uh, she said Hulk Smash. How about Hulk Splash? <laughs> 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 Bro, I thought it was so funny. <laughs> that shit funny as hell. Bro, that <laughs> shit was... <laughs> Bro. Hey, she DM me that shit, bro. I was dying. Hulk smash. What about Hulk splash? Bro. Did she put it in all caps? Oh, let me see. Let me look at the DM. Let me see. That shit was, bro, I was dying laughing. <laughs> she said, she said, Hulk smash, more like Hulk splash. <laughs> it's even funnier when I read it correctly. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that was that funny. That shit funny. That shit funny. And again, I don't know if it's her joke, but regardless, she sent it to me. So I'm relaying it to y'all because that shit had me. Yo, when I said that shit was funny, I was dying laughing. So shout out to Hell Slay. Yo, shout out to Hell Slay, man. Oh, man, that shit's funny. Bro, funny as hell. So. Let's man. go and get on some Spider-Man shit, bro. Because I know you know I'm waiting, bro. I'm like, all right, what oh, if? God. That's cool. Let's talk Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, God. She's like, fuck the bullshit, man. We get no Spider-Man now. Yeah, let's talk about the GOAT. The GOAT. Gizzy the GOAT. So, I got a couple questions for you, Mr. Smith, about what or not what about the spider-man no way home trailer and and maybe even a little theory you know so i'm thinking the spell went wrong because spider-man he has two separate identities and possibly them using his hair because you know your boy strange used the hair he asked Mm -hmm. just like wanda they use the hair in wandavision for the spell, the witch spell, Agatha did, mm-hmm. just like he did on Thor. Needed Strangers here, okay. so you know maybe they use that hair. He gonna pluck a little bit up out his head, mm-hmm. and then because he's living two separate identities, this is what conjures up all three Peter Parkers and all of his villains. Okay. You follow so, me? what you're saying is Tom Holland could be playing three separate identities. Mm-mm. Because I'm thinking it's the same DNA in every universe, right? Mm, okay. Tom Holland is the ultimate Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. If you watch all four seasons of the ultimate Spider-Man and even read some of the comics, the ultimate Spider-Man is the 
ultimate Spider-Man. And when I say he's the ultimate Spider-Man, I mean when the dark Ben Riley, because it is a Peter Parker, or not a Peter Parker, but a Spider-Man from a different universe that actually turns bad and is evil and chains all of the Spider-Mans down, but only Peter Parker from the ultimate timeline, which mm. is our MCU Spidey. He's the ultimate. So it's still mm. all of this still all the same. They all the same, still same DNA, but he is the king Spider-Man. Oh. Damn. I like your analogy right there. Cause then when you think about it, now it's like shit. Cause Ultimate Spider-Man, that does make him the strongest out of all of them. And now knowing like you know, even stronger, you know, becoming the bad guy in the future of those comics. I feel like in this movie, they could be having like all Spider-Mans come out, and he'll probably be like the leader that will have to put a stop to all of this shit to help all three like have all three of them be able to do this shit together but him winning this battle so that's gonna be that's gonna be dark brother i can't wait for this movie because now because i've been seeing some shit even with the like people were talking about like the the suits and shit like the clothes you have on it's kind of similar to uh toby's a gear or something I seen something like it was like a picture. It was like a side to side, and he had the same stuff he had on. I was like, okay. I was like, they probably could be him. Probably they just have to hide it in the trailer, you know. But I don't. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they all gonna be in there. But if they not, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be mad if Tom Holland is having to face all of these villains. Oh no, he gonna face them all because we seen Doc Ock mm-hmm. her Green Goblin and seen his grenades. Yeah. We seen the, the uh we seen the lightning for Electro and mm-hmm. I don't know if you know, but Jamie Foxx said that he was getting a full redesign and mm-hmm. this time he will be yellow. We saw yellow lightning. Yeah. The lizard, which we seen faintly, but we seen the lizard, and then we seen Sam, which kind of looked like he was protecting Spider Man, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. So with that, who do you think is the six of the Sinister Six, Chris? It gotta be. I wouldn't even be surprised if Mysterio just came back. I wouldn't even be surprised because he probably could come back from another alternate universe. Mm. And like, and he probably could could come back and come back at the end, and just be a surprise guest. Bro, think about it. Not even an alternate universe. It could be from this one because, mm-hmm. from what I'm thinking, all of the villains may come back right before their deaths. Right. Mm-hmm. They might come back right before their deaths. They said that. Spider-Man and Mary Jane was on the Brooklyn Bridge. Same one mm-hmm. that the Goblin threw uh, uh, Mary Jane off with the kids. Mm-hmm. Yo, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us, <laughs> head-ass boy. 
Bro, I ain't gonna lie. That part always give me chills, uh, bro. You know what I mean? That's what. That's one of my favorite parts. They start throwing shit at him. <laughs> like yeah, like yeah. That's what I would do if I seen Spider Man fighting some bum ass nigga trying to throw kid. Yo, he said you gonna pick on a guy trying to save a bunch of kids. <laughs> That's that New York lifestyle, boy. They was on them, boy. Bro, it was so New York. That's how. I that's know. how. I, that ever since then, that's how I always felt like New York would be. Mm-hmm. And that was right. At, and that was right after nine eleven too. So you know, New York was more as united as ever at that time. I mean, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bro. This guy's a joke. I just watched Spider-Man 2 not the other night. And I'm here to mm-hmm. say the amount of screams from women in that movie made me sick <laughs> to my stomach. And I'm worried. I'm worried. When I say I'm worried, I'm worried because Sam Raimi is directing Multiverse of Madness. And mm. if he had the nerve to have that many women screaming in a film, I'm scared of what he's going to do in Multiverse of Madness. Not to mention that Elizabeth Olsen said that this movie is very, very scary. So, oh, kind of sick to my stomach, bro. Mmm. Like, what you mean? Just is some women scares in there, or just like, like they just screaming? Bro, go back and watch Spider Man Two. Alright. Now that just, I said something, I'm you're gonna be you like, what the fuck? Bro, it's it's so many horrible women screams. It's like very campy, very hokey. Like, bro. Ugh, bro. <laughs> and I ain't gonna lie, when I was watching it, I was like, damn. Maybe I was sleeping on Spider-Man too. But them screams? Nah. It's third. <laughs> and Sam Raimi directed all three. But I'm like, damn, I don't know if I remember that many women's screams in a it's like, bro, it was one woman when um when um and and I can't lie, that fight on the side of the building, that probably mm-hmm. is one of the best fights. Yeah, that shit hard. I forgot Spider Man headbutt Doc Ock. That was so hard. I was mm-hmm. like, bro, Spidey hit him with the bottom, hit him with the head, but oh damn, <laughs> I dropped my earpiece. Hold on. <laughs> no, that's great, bro. That movie awesome, bro. Like the fights, the fight scenes it was crazy in there. I think what really threw it through the movie off was when he lost his power. So it's kind of like you was like, damn, that's that shit kind of sucked. That he like Spideyless. But yeah, I'm gonna go back and watch it again and check those out. Bro, when you watch it, it's so many lady screams, it's nauseating. I can't even lie, Damn. bro. I, like I was laying down and I was like, bro, why do women keep screaming? It was <laughs> one when he was on the when Doc Ock was on a building, that's what I was about to say. And it was a lady, she was like, ah, and then she ran to the side and was like, ah. And then she ran into the camera was like, ah! And I was like, oh my god! <laughs> oh, that shit funny. 
She was like, fuck it, man. They was like, hey, just scream. All right. Ah! <laughs> like, just keep going. Just keep screaming. Bro, yeah. it was it was ridiculous. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that again, bro. I think I'm gonna just watch it like in a in a row. Just watch one, two, and three. Oh, you got to, bro. That's how I'm gonna watch, bro. It. It's almost Spider Man time. You gotta you gotta get a refresher on all the movies, you know. Mm-hmm. And get, then I'm gonna watch get Amazing Spider Man. Then we're gonna get to the Tom Holland movies. Yeah, you gotta watch all seven or yeah. all eight. Excuse me, you gotta watch all eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So you said Mysterio. That's a good mm-hmm. one. That's a good one, though. Mysterio bringing it all the way yeah. back. But oh, honestly, bro, I could see it being Mysterio because if they bringing them all back right before they died, then they may bring that Mysterio back. Mm-hmm. Maybe they, they unlock. Maybe they unlock something when, you know, he tried to do that spell. And it unlocked yeah. all of his villains. And, okay, so I heard um, this guy called Soups. I don't know if it's for superheroes or soup like <laughs> ramen noodles. But apparently he's a big deal. And I was listening to on the... Um, Fuck it, I'm gonna say it. I ain't no hater. I was listening to it on a direct podcast. Uh, first time listening to that shit because I was like that bored today. I listened to Donda. Yeah. I listened to Trip at Night, and then I listened to Lil Tecca album. And mm-hmm. it's not a music review. I just want to say, Trippy Rare is my favorite out of those three. But <laughs> I listened to those three, and I was like, damn, I listened to all the music I could listen to. And I was like, what else I listen? So I listened to the direct podcast. And they had this guy on there, Soups. And, oh, shit, what was I talking about? He's on the direct podcast, Soups. Um, he said something interesting that I thought was cool about the Amazing Spider-Man and how this could tie in to um, them bringing a a Sony universe. And Mm. maybe they may pick up Andrew Garfield. Because think about it. They changed their name to the the Sony Spider-Man universe. Mm Mm-hmm. So they might have their own Spider-Man, a grown-up Spider-Man, and then, you know, they still have Tom Holland doing his shit progressing in the MCU. And I wanted to know how you felt about having two different Spider-Man franchises going on at the same time. Hmm. If it's canon... Then it would be it would be dope. Cause then, I don't think then, it will be canon. be canon. No, no, no canon. Not canon. Two no separate can- two separate franchises. Two separate we still have yeah, Tom Holland be- in the MCU doing his shit. Yeah. Interacting with all these people. But then we have another separate Spider Man 
like a grown up Spider Man doing his shit. Yeah, fighting specific specific Spider Man villains at that. Cause think about it, Spider Man one. The Vulture was mad at Tony Stark. Mm -hmm. Therefore, he was, you know, his villain. And then the same shit with the second one. Mysterio was mad at Tony Stark. Yeah. You know, so he hasn't created his own demons yet. What's what's his demons? Nobody yet that we know. He He don't have any demons. It's not like, it's not like, uh, Spider-Man 3 when Peter Parker put on a black suit and when it killed Clint Marco. Yeah, that, that was that was crazy. Yo, y'all better stop hating on Spider-Man 3. <laughs> Bro, I'm tired of the disrespect on that movie. He went and killed Clint Marco. He thought he did. He didn't kill him, but he thought he killed him and I respected him for that. Oh, God. I respected him for it. Like, you killed my Uncle Ben, homie. Huh, you killed Uncle Ben? <laughs> oh, nigga, it's on. Fuck all that bullshit. Fuck all that nice shit. Because even though he thought it was the other dude, and he found out it wasn't the right dude, he's like, oh, let me go murder this nigga then. And like, think about shit. it. He didn't kill that dude, but he nah. inadvertently killed that dude. <laughs> <laughs> you said you didn't give him a chance, did you? Answer me. <laughs> what about my uncle? Did you give him a chance? Bro, we are off the rails. Choo choo. <laughs> Yo. That man was mad as hell. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, he, he had all the energy that you need. That was crazy. Bro, I go back and forth between which one do I like more, Spider-Man or Spider-Man Homecoming. Because those are my 1A and 1B. Mm-hmm. And I'm not being cliche, but bro, I always think about going to the movies to see Spider-Man. Like, yeah. at 10 years old. Like, I always think about that. And that's what made me a Spider-Man fan. And then I always think about going to the movies at 26. Or was I 25? I think I was turning 26. But either way, one of those. And just like being like, oh my God, this movie was so good. Like, wow, Spider-Man is back. Yes. Like me. Like when I saw Spider-Man Homecoming, I was like, yes, Spider-Man is back. Did not feel like that when I seen The Amazing Spider-Man. I was like, bro. That guy is not Spider-Man. That's how I felt. I can't lie. It's a lot of Andrew Garfield fans out there. Shout out to y'all. But I was like, that guy is not Spider-Man. Even when I watch it to this day. And I, hey, I love those movies too. But, or at least I, lo- I love um the second one. I don't like the first one as much as the second one. Even though everybody hates the second one. I like that more than the first one for some reason. The first yeah. one, I don't feel like he was being Spider-Man for the right reasons. Nah, but I feel yeah, because I, I remember too. Even when you had like the, you watched it, and then you was telling me it was like, yeah, I don't, I don't really mess with this one like that. You know, this motherfucker skateboarding and shit. Like, I don't know. 
He's like, he's not giving me that vibe. And then I remember one day you told me, you was like, he just like seemed too cocky. Like he just, like, he just like, he not really like Spider-Man type, you know? And I remember that and I was like, dang, I was like, maybe I just need to watch the movie. And then when I watched it for the first time, it was actually like, I was like, okay, I see what he mean. But it was a good movie for what it was. But then I didn't, it just didn't gel with me mm. at the time, at the time being. So when Tom Holland appeared in Civil War, when they when they first posted him having Cap Shield, I was like, oh, no, nah. I was like, okay, this Spider-Man look good. I like the suit. The suit hard, everything. And then when I see him first being Peter Parker, it just he took it over right then and there. And became yeah. the Spider-Man we love. So it's pretty good, man, seeing the, the growth. Yeah, I love I love uh Tom Holland's portrayal, man. And actually I love I ain't gonna lie, I like Tom Holland as an actor. Mm-hmm. I, like it's I like Overall. him like other movies that he does are good. Like, it's not just yeah. the Spider-Man. So, Tom Holland is a great actor. Like, they, he was a gem, and they found, he was a diamond in the rough, and they found him. So, hey, I'm grateful mm-hmm. for that. But I, I do go back and forth. Like, which which one I fuck with more, you know? It's always hard to uh, finalize. But yeah, always but one A and one B. But that Black that, that Spider-Man 3 always going to be up there to me, at least in the top three. Because I don't know. It you remember you remember when I had that poster? Bro, that's one of the hardest Spider Man hardest probably the hardest Spider Man posters of all time. Oh God. That was one of the hardest posters Spider Man posters I ever had. And that's a fact. With the whole black and then you got the like in the in the background, you got him as the regular Spider Man looking back at him. That right. shit was two gas. So shout out to these all these Spider Man movies, man. I'm excited, man. That's why I'm hoping like if Mysterio is right, Mysterio could be that guy to be that Sinister Six that they pushing for. That's what I'm hoping. Cause who who else would you think it'd be? Okay. I was gonna go out on a limb and say it's Rhino. Rhino. Now this is why I think it's Rhino. Mm. They gave or they given us probably a new look. At two Sam Raimi villains, mm-hmm. two Amazing Spider-Man villains, mm-hmm. which is uh, or no, um, damn, how many is it? So we got two, we got two Sam Raimis, which is Doc Ock and um, damn, Green Goblin, it, Green Goblin, Doc Ock, Green Goblin. And Sandman. And then, okay, yeah. Okay, and Sandman. So we got three of those. Okay, thank you. Because I'm like, damn. Mm-hmm. We only got the Lizard and Electro for one. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking 
the or the Amazing Spider-Man. So I'm thinking the next one could be Rhino because remember he was the third one mm-hmm. in the Amazing Spider-Man, and That's maybe true. he'll get a makeover, and you know that make him look cute for this movie. <laughs> so yeah. that could round out the Sinister Six. Think about how big Rhino is in the Miles Morales game and the Spider-Man game, PS4. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was Bro, big. Rhino is a huge part of Spider-Man's legacy. Yeah. So and I'm he, thinking Rhino. And that could be Tom Hunt's type of first villain. Probably. It could be. And think about it. We only got Rhino at the end of that movie for like a couple seconds. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Because Rhino, Rhino has been around Spider-Man legacy for a long time. And Rhino been involved in a lot of stuff that's around Spider-Man. So that's why I'm like, shoot, it could either be shit. Like you said, Rhino could either be Scorpion Scorpion mm-hmm. could get a role. So, but I'm really thinking they would go to Mysterio route, though, for sure. Only because they have, they do have history now. So, and for him to expose him the way he did, he could have that moment where he could come back and then join up with the group. But you want to put? Do you want to put some straight out of Marvel bucks on it? I only got like twenty five cents. <laughs> <laughs> we got yeah, bro. Let's put the bets on it, man. You want to put some straight out of Marvel bucks on it? We could say, okay, y'all hold us to this. Chris, he got Mysterio. Mm-hmm. I got Rhino. Lock this in. We put in 20 straight out of Marvel bucks on it. <laughs> Write it down. Screen record it. Get it down there. Because I put 20. I put in my 22. We putting 20 straight out of Marvel Bucks on it. The straight out of Marvel Bros. You know how we do. And when we go see the movie together, because we are going together, because we are... we Not only are we straight out of Marvel Brothers, we Spider-Man Bros. Like, I mean... Spider-Man, both our favorites. So you know we're going to see that together. Um, My girlfriend can come too, but... <laughs> me and the bros yeah. going together. Like that's that's man does, especially for Spider Man, and for all y'all thinking it's gonna get delayed because of Venom, it's not. Y'all seen the trailer? It said December seventeenth. They are not mm-hmm. moving. And when you consider that Spider Man was the most viewed trailer in a twenty four hour period, they know it's gonna make money. Mm-hmm. At least a billion. I at mean. least, bro. At least a billion. It might not do two. Trailer. It might not do two billion. Like, think about it. If it was pre-pandemic, and if it's all three Spider-Mans, it would have. I think it would have broke in-game records. I'm just keeping it hot. They probably could. Shit. Hey, it's Brandon Spider-Man. Davis. I don't know why he's famous, 
But he got a check mark on Twitter. He was like, no way this, no way this will get more views <laughs> than Avengers Endgame. Do you remember the hype? Do you remember the hype? Shit came out of Smash Avengers Endgame by 66 million views. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, Spider-Man is that guy. And don't forget, it's three separate franchises. There's so many people that be like, oh, The Amazing Spider-Man was the first movie I ever seen. I was 12. I mean. That was 2012. Those people was fucking, what, 19 now? Yeah. Or not 19. 21? Yeah. So, because then even growing up seeing the Toby movies, you got to think, you got so many speculations on both movies that came out in a period of times. And if they colliding on one movie with a guy who's out here putting Spider-Man over even more, and you collide them all together, man, you better believe that that movie going to sell out. Because so many people from all different generations of Spider-Man are going to watch this movie. Not a yeah. single soul is not going to just miss this movie. I wouldn't miss it for the world. I don't know what that means because I'm in the world. But still, I wouldn't miss it for the world. <laughs> no, no, hell no. Because I'm sure going to be front and center, bruh, with my popcorn, bruh, drinks, everything going to be there. I'm going to make sure I get through all the trailer. I get there before the trailer start. I want the whole experience. Bro, me and this guy seem Avengers Endgame together. Hey, I, we ain't going to talk about it. Because you can take a shot, because we mentioned it at least once a podcast, but I mean, hey, it was an experience, you know? I think about, oh, I ain't going to lie, I think about it every day. I'm like, bro, me and my brother would see Avengers Endgame. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, man. that shit was lit. So. Every time I watch the movie, like, if I get a chance, if I just watch it and just watch all the way through, I'd just be looking at certain moments and I'd be like, dang. These moments right here is like me and my brother were just watching and like certain like people would we was going crazy over this shit. This scene at first first reaction. Bro, remember when we did a podcast but it wasn't recorded? Oh man. Remember after we watched the movie, we came home and talked for what? Like four hours just oh, just talking for nothing. We could have hey, we could have been talking. Don't mean we literally sat in the room just talking about the whole movie. Like that's how good the movie was, bro. We, we talked talking about it. We talked Avengers in game for like four hours, bro. I hate it. I'm like, damn, now that I think about it, I'm like, damn, I wish we would have had that on a podcast. But bro, it was so beautiful, man. Like that ugh. Oh, we're not gonna talk was- about it. <laughs> Man, fuck it, man. I'm talking about the hype was too real. Bro, it was. The hype was too real. The hype was too real. We always go down that Avengers in-game rabbit hole. Just think about it, bro. We made sure we went to go see Captain Marvel. We made sure we went to go see other movies before that, even before in-game even dropped. I was so ready. Even when you seen Spider-Man, man, we're like, we seen so many. And then when we just got to see in-game, bro, it was just like, damn. 
And we ain't looked at no spoilers. We ain't looked at nothing. We made sure we got there on the premiere. And we watched it, bro. And that shit was good. And that's facts. I Because I wasn't watching new rock stars and all that shit at the time. Uh-huh. Like, so, to see that, bro, historic. Bro, history! And you know what? That's why I always say shout out to Affinity War. Because without that movie... I don't think the build-up for that in-game movie would have been as hyped. That's as why. It that's why it was so hyped. Infinity War. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, and, thank yo, God for Infinity War. Thanos taking a W. People couldn't accept, bro. Nah. We as humans, we can't accept defeat. Nah. Your girl leave it's, you. You gonna try to get her back? Like, bro, it's just it's simple. Crazy. Like, it's crazy. Bro, we can't accept defeat. So, when we saw Thanos actually win, everybody in the theater say, oh, when it, bro, when the credits ran, people was walking out. We was all walking out like, he really won? He really won? What? Like, people were distraught. So, I ain't surprised. Greatest Uh, movie. I always say that movie better than Endgame. Yeah, only because that was literally the game. Like that was the game changer right there. I feel like that's something that Marvel really got themselves on the top of the mantle with that movie. Because I was like, even just watching it, not a lot of people know like know to go back and just watch the movie for the the post credit scenes and all this shit makes sense and add up. Like at the time, bro, I wasn't watching all the 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 movies and all the sequels in in a, in a row. You know what I'm saying? Like I was just catching them here and there. But when Infinity War came out, and Thanos was just like that guy, bro. He was just that guy. And then he actually won. And then they ended the movie with him in his garden and said Thanos will return. Made made it just like. What the fuck? Like this thing really won, bro? We gotta see. We gotta see the new one now. Talk about stress. We gotta see it. Talk about stress. Everybody was waiting. Everybody was waiting. Every movie that came out, everybody went to go see it. Only because they 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 wanted to get the clues and they want to know what's gonna happen next. That's why Captain Marvel did a billion. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it was right next thing. If it wasn't for COVID, Marvel would be doing a billion every movie. Like, like real mm-hmm. shit. It's only be well. I ain't gonna say that because I don't think Ant Man or Wasp did a billion. It could almost. Yeah, I don't think it did a billion. If y'all know if it did a billion, hit me up at the KC Network seven zero two KC Network. I probably said that slur because I'm bringing alcoholism <laughs> back. But <laughs> I don't think. Ant Man and the Wasp did the bit, but regardless, you know everybody was still hyped. And Captain Marvel did a Billy because she showed up at the post credit scene. Where's Fury? Instead of where's Fury. the fight, head ass. But I'm bro. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, and this is a point I had to make. Not only that, think about it. Think about the hype they already had off of fucking Black Panther. Yeah, the Black Panther hype was crazy. So think about it. 
I was telling people after everybody was like, "You seen Black Panther?" I'm like, "Hell yeah, I seen it twice." Oh me. You know what I was saying? Mm. I was like, "We going back to Wakanda and Infinity War." That's what I was telling people. Dang, for real, bro. That's what happened. No, they no, no. Back. I mean, like, I mean, like when you was telling people. No, what I'm saying is, when I said it, I was just saying that, like, they went back to Wakanda because I was saying it. Or not mm. because I was saying it, but I was saying it because okay, when I, I seen it in the trailers, I'm like, oh, my God, they going back to Wakanda. Never knew that it would be so devastating. Like, I know. The effects, but it was crazy, man, like. Hey, put that on your bingo board. Straight out of Marvel Brothers talk about Avengers Endgame. <laughs> hey, anybody got a, a a a bingo board out there? You can put that on there. We gonna we gonna talk about the Avengers Endgame at least once a month. I mean, because it's all it's an automatic classic, and it's a movie to talk about forever. You know what I'm saying? Bro, that's what I'm saying, like, bro. Ever. That's what I'm saying, bro. I was like, man, what a time to really just be young and alive around this time to experience all of these Marvel movies that's blowing up in our eyes, and we just watching it progress every single time, and they just don't miss. Don't like, miss. Marvel, like you. That that's one thing. Like even you know. Before the pod, when we was talking about Suicide Squad, I don't think DC can really hook me the way that I wanted to hook. Because for some reason, like, after the Thanos winning thing, it's like the same thing with DC. DC just, they play the movie, but it's never an L. It's never nothing that they don't win. They always win at the end of the day, but they don't never give their villains a chance. You get what I'm saying? So, I feel like that's what DC really needs on their edge. Because Marvel killing the game, bro, and they will forever be the greatest thing that ever graces Earth, bro, when it comes to superhero action films. Yeah, this guy, Chris, me me and Chris was talking about uh, the Suicide Squad and Pre-Pro. He has not watched it yet. He's going on (laughs) DC Strike. (laughs) <laughs> if you guys noticed a couple months ago, I was like, hey, so how you feel about the Batman? He was like, bro, stop it with the fucking Batman. <laughs> and then when I was like, bro, it's Robert Patterson. He was like, see, that's my point. It's always a new <laughs> Batman. It's always a new Joker. It's always something new. Always, bro. So Chris. just never gets old. He, he going... No, it no, it's always old. Yeah, it's always old, bro. It never gets it's, fresh. So Chris, mm-hmm. he going he going on strike. I feel like he on a DC strike. Yeah, because I just can't get into DC movies, man. I just one thing DC, bro. This what we really need. Now, when it comes to your games. I like it. I'll play your games because you actually got something going on there. 
that makes that man sense. All that. No, no, I'm saying just with just with the games with certain things like I liked it injustice. It was cool for what it was, but it's just something about DC that they don't have a structure pattern of where they want to go. It's always somebody who's there to play this person, and then they never there again. Or when you do have the person you play that's playing a certain superhero or villain, they don't never they'll do good, but they don't ever stick. They don't ever stick around and be that per, be that person that you need. Like, why do you got a, two different jokers? What's going on? Like, why do you got a joker who we have to sit there and learn his whole history about it? And learn how he, yeah, but I'm just saying, just seeing how the how he just progressed, and then you get a new another Joker in a what a cutscene, and he just he just talking, and he coming out of jail or something now. It's like, bro, it's just the same thing over and over, and it's just like it never it just never gets fresh, man. So I don't, I'm not. It's something about DC. I just can't deal with. Bro, they have to do that Joker shit because origin stories are the shit. I know. But... People want to know the origins of these villains. Shout out to Cruella. They just put it on Disney Plus for you non-premier access, motherfuckers. They put it on Disney Plus. And people just, they gravitating towards it because people want to know the origin stories. So I get why they did that Joker story. Um... I'm not mad at it, but at the same time, hey, I get you. Fuck DC. Somebody from Marvel or somebody from DC was just online and they said, fuck Marvel. So fuck DC. I get you. <laughs> I'm not ever going to go to bat for DC ever. Never, never, ever, ever. So fuck nah. you niggas. Um, but holla at me with Shazam 2 come out. But <clears throat> so. Yeah. Let's bring it back. Let's rein it back into Spider-Man. Why does Spider-Man rock three different suits in the trailer? Mm. He doesn't need all of these suits. He rocked this suit that's in my background, the Iron Spider suit. He rocked the Far From Home suit. And he rocks the new black suit, which looks like looks a little Doctor Strangey if you uh seen the Funko Pop that was released. Yeah. It was... I don't know what's going on with that situation because I'm wondering if like is does he is he wearing all three of these suits to face all different villains or or what or is he representing certain suits like it, it was just different so I'm like what's the point of him having all these suits but it's probably going to be like certain battles that he just probably progressed in the suit with what he needed for. I don't really know, but I just want to figure it out because it's like, if you're going to have all these suits, he had the black one and he had the, uh, the other one that was Dr. Strange. He like, and then, you know, he got the iron spider. So it's just like, I wonder what he going to do with these suits. Like, is he gonna use the Iron Spider against Doctor Ock? Like, <laughs> like, like I'm just trying to figure all this out. So I'm just wondering what that's all about. Or probably could tie in for all the other superheroes. Yo, shout out to fucking 
That trailer was so good, bro. No. For what so it many, was, it had a so lot many of different stuff questions. to talk about. This for only like two and a half minutes, bro. It had a lot of stuff to talk about. Look at that trailer, man. So before Questions. we get off of... Oh, go ahead, bro. Before I go. Uh, I was just wondering, do you think they're going to drop another trailer? Oh, hell yeah. We just That's more they, scenes. They said teaser trailer. Yeah. So they're going to drop another one for sure. Okay. So before we move on from Spider-Man and get into some straight out of Marvel news, I want to give a big shout out to DJ Snooky because DJ Snooky actually gave us a topic to talk about. This is what yes, we've sir. been clamoring for for months. So DJ Snooky, hey, and if you want to be like DJ Snooky, you want to be cool like DJ Snooky and um, be cool like Hell Slave, interact with the game, interact with the Shred Out of Marvel podcast. You can always hit us up at the KC Network 702. KC, like Kansas City, not Casey, like Hayward, but KC, <laughs> like, Can- <laughs> like Kansas City. You know what I'm saying? So you can always hit us up. Hey, and shout out to the new followers. We finally over 20 or over uh, nine or 20 followers. So, yeah, shout out to y'all, man. Shout out, shout out to Shred Out More Followers. But anyway, so she hit me up, DJ Snooky, and she said, What if, what if Nick Fury was MJ's daughter? Or yeah. father. What did I say? I said that twice. Yeah, yeah. What if Nick Fury... <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm a little under the liquor. <laughs> that is funny. Like, under the weather, I'm but dead. under the liquor. <laughs> but... <laughs> but... She, uh, the, 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 the shit was saying, basically, what if Nick Fury was MJ's father... And this is what the this is the evidence to back it up. A CIA CIA operative, Nia Jones, worked with Colonel Nick Fury in a mission to take down a Hydra base in Czechoslovakia. Czechoslovakia. Hope I said that right. They became romantically involved, and the fling resulted in Nia becoming pregnant. She tried to keep the pregnancy a secret, but Fury found out because you can't keep a secret from Nick Fury. Concerned with the safety of Nia and their unborn child, if they were to become targets of his enemies, Nick convinced Nia to abandon her life. Although reluctant to this, Nia desired to protect her child above all. She adopted to the new identity of Nia Johnson and moved to Atlanta, Georgia, where she became a teacher of social studies. Months later, Nia's son was born and she named him Marcus. Biography. Mm. uh, Michelle Jones, which is obviously uh, MJ. We don't call her Mary Jane. Michelle Jones was born on June June 10th, 2001. Little is known about her life before high school, but she had a difficult home life. And Jones and her mother 
had not heard from her father in years. Dang. By the time she had concluded her junior year in high school, Jones developed a sarcastic, guarded demeanor as she grew, preferring to read her books, is often had difficulty when trying to relate to people when it comes to friendships. Who does that mm. know? Sound like somebody who was slashed in the eye by a what the flarkin. <laughs> and then we got Prison Mike 69 at Twitter. Um, I'm not going to say follow him because I don't know who he is. It's a weird nine or uh, weird name at Mike 69 prison. Very weird name. Just saying. But he said. <laughs> Bro, stop laughing. <laughs> That's not a weird name. At Mike Six Nine Prison. I don't know, bro. I thought Six Nine, and I thought Prison. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a weird name. I'm, you know, yeah. weird name. Yeah. But anyway. Carry on, carry on my wayward son. He says, or she says, I think because MJ's last name is Jones, her mother is Nia Jones, who's a CIA agent and helps shield in the comics. She had a son with Fury in the comics and never really talked to with him again, but that could be changed and retcon to a daughter who Fury never met. So it makes mm. sense, right? Yeah. Dang. So Nick Fury could be in this Spider-Man No Way Home. He might find his shoes and get on a fucking spacecraft and get down to Earth. Dang. That would be, hey, that would be pretty fire for, like, because damn. That's hard. Because then he could be coming back in no way home because he already had an appearance in Spider-Man so I wouldn't even be surprised if you make another one for those type of reasons if they had went that route I cannot wait to see the Marvels because it was already confirmed that Nick Fury is in that movie and I cannot wait to see why he's in space and he's been in space so long that he's had a scroll imitate him on Earth. You don't find that crazy? That's yeah, that's insane. Because for him to be in space for that long, and then a scroll down there being him for that period of time, it's just like, damn. But think about it, bro. It's not like they showed this in a specifically MCU film. They particularly showed this in a Spider-Man film. Yeah, that he's in space, so he has to, bro. They can't just leave us on a cliffhanger with Nick Fury being in space, and we gotta wait all the way to the Marvels. They gotta give us something on Nick Fury, right? Yeah, it gotta be a seat, at least a post-credit scene again, if they don't even put him in. You know, we need some kind of answer to it. 
because that's what I was wondering. I was like, what do you think like what a post credit scene would be out by the end of a Spider-Man movie? Who knows? Because I'm about to get into a little bit of Marvel news. Oh, God. And the Spider-Man movie is said to be two hours and 30 minutes long. Hmm. Two order? 30 minutos? <laughs> five minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> Everything five minutes. Two order? Dos order? Cinco? <laughs> Wait, damn, I fucked it up. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. That, that's hard, though. Two hours. I don't know how to say 30 in Spanish. Two hours and 30 minutes of Spider Man content? Oof. That's how you know, bro. That's how you know it's going to be Tom Holland, Toby, and Andrew. Two and a half hours? Two and a half hours? That's a long time. Bruh. Look backstories and everything. Oh, and another thing. Why do you think that Happy Hogan was so distraught when he seen the explosion? You know what? I think it has some uh, probably like a uh, what's it? Green Goblin. I got a feeling he probably threw like one of his uh, famous bombs in up in there with Peter and all of them in there. Because I think where where they was hiding in that little secret location at the time, like it, like where they was at in the trailer, I think Green Goblin was threw some shit in there. So he thief to recreate the scene. Hell yeah. Finish <laughs> it. <laughs> Finish <laughs> it. Hey man, hey, and on May gonna be in that bitch. Oh yeah. <laughs> Bro, I didn't even think about it until just now. <laughs> Yo, it's confirmed right here at the Straight Out of Marvel podcast. Green Goblin is for to reenact the great scene. Finish it! Finish it! From evil! Uh, and then he gonna hit you with that. Oh, so confirmed. That's why Happy was looking and, and, and he was like, wow, this guy really just laughing. That's what's going on? Yeah, bro. That's probably what's going to happen. Oh, okay. So let's get into some Marvel news. Did you watch? Tell me you watched One Shot. One Shot. One kill, what's the deal? One shot, one kill, what's the deal? (laughs) Yo, what's the deal? Oh, nah. little nigga, when it rains, it pours. Hey, <laughs> don't get me on no 50. You didn't watch nah. it? No, nah, I haven't got to it yet. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you see right here, this boy Chris, he doesn't do his homework. <laughs> Yo, Chris, yeah. know we be having a podcast? He be like, whatever. Bro, hell nah. I just didn't, I ain't had the time to really get in, be able to watch it. Yo, he said he don't got time. I know I'll be working more than this nigga. I'm just saying. Bro. 
So, Iron Man 3 spinoff, one shot, All Hail the King has been added to Disney Plus, and it ties to Shang-Chi. So, you guys should watch that, because I ain't gonna lie. I watched it while I was smoking the L. I thought it was highly entertaining. I've never seen it before, because like I said... I wasn't so involved into the Marvel Cinematic Universe until Spider-Man hopped into Civil War. So, I never seen that. But watching this uh, one shot, it was probably 13, maybe 14 minutes long. And I got to say, why are we acting like, I don't know if it was Anthony or Joe Russo, but he is not the first gay character in Marvel. Fucking, um, what was his name? Um, what was Hammer? What was Hammer name? Bro, Iron Man 2, Hammer Industries. What was his name? Justin Hammer. Justin Hammer is the first gay character in Marvel. Why are we acting like that didn't happen? I've never seen this. (laughs) So for people to be acting like he wasn't the first gay character. Come on, fam. What are we doing here? Justin Hammer is the first LGBTQ RSTMNLOP plus character (laughs) in Marvel. Let's not play about this. That was a joke. Don't fucking not stop listening. It was just a joke. Oh, God. Damn. But I know you didn't watch it, so I'm going to keep going. But when you watch it, I thought it was a clever, very clever way of them wiggling out because people said the Iron Man 3 shit, the reveal with the Mandarin being fake was trash. I don't Mm -hmm. understand how could you say that if you seen this. People hit me up. If you seen one shot, all Hail the King, prior to uh, Shang-Chi, please let me know. Because we already we all know the Mandarin in Iron Man 3 was the fake Mandarin. Now we are about to see the real Mandarin in Shang-Chi. So when we talk about the real Mandarin, we got to think about the fake Mandarin, Trevor. I don't remember his name, but it was Trevor. Slattery, Trevor Slattery, boom, boy, I'm on this shit. When we talk about Trevor Slattery, we got to talk about the awesome job that he did in prison. Yo, oh god, I hope they didn't kill him because he had to been, he had to charm. Yo, either the Mandarin don't got no, he he either he has no heart. He is savage, mm-hmm. like his name twenty one, or he had to have a little empathy because, bro, how could you kill? How could you kill Trevor Slattery? He was so charming. I th- he he doesn't know. He's clearly on drugs. <laughs> let the man just let him go out into the fucking wild. Give him a hundred racks. Just tell him don't show his face again. You're the Mandarin. I'm sure you're worth about five, six, seven, eight billion dollars. 
Just give him some, give him Millie. Just, oh, man, I hope they didn't really kill Trevor Slattery. Damn. Hey, but the way they got him, yo, they had a gun coming out of the camera. Mm-hmm. And he was still talking, and he didn't know. And then the guy who worked, he had a tent. Yo, wait, let me see. See the little peep tattoo? Where I have a little peep tattoo, he had a 10 rings tattoo. Murked his at, bro. Or I don't know if he murked him, but I hope he didn't murk him. I hope they let Trevor Slaughter. He's just a fucking actor, man. Let him go. Oh, God. Yo, justice for Trevor Slattery. Fuck that. Yo. Damn. I ain't gonna lie. After watching that one shot, I could... Oh. After watching that one shot, I could have a whole season of Trevor Slattery in jail and black guys with fucking do-rags on pumping them up. Oh, me. I could, I could deal with that. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely have to look at that. That that shit, damn, killed them off. That's so. That's now. Yeah. So, if you didn't watch All Hell the King one shot or one shot All Hell the King, it's on Disney Plus. Go watch that. I'm gonna always promote Marvel because I have a Marvel chair with the Spider Man logo in it. I'm a Marvel fan all day. I never buy anything from DC, even though it is one picture of me with a DC shirt on, and I was like covering my face because I was going to see Batman versus Superman. I've been on this T-shirt shit, but I was very ashamed, and I don't have that shirt anymore. <laughs> um, I burned it, so yeah. That nigga burnt that shit like it was a LeBron jersey. <laughs> Yo, like it was a LeBron jersey, and I was a Cleveland fan in 2010. <laughs> I'm taking my talents to South Beach. <laughs> Yo, I, I was trying to be cool with DC, but once they, once Batman versus Super. Yo. Yo, once Batman versus yo, this is funny. Once Batman versus Superman came out, and I think they did two hundred and fifty million in a weekend. Yo, yo, <laughs> two fifty. Yo, Black Widow did two eighteen in a pandemic, bitch. But anyways, oh god. Once they did that, I had to burn them. I had to burn a DC show. I'm like, bro, all right, I can't fuck with y'all ever again. Like, it was like fuck Marvel. Like, you know, I couldn't. Couldn't do anything. And Batman vs. Superman was trash. But anyways. I mean, of course, Superman dies again. So. But, you know. Yeah, and of course, Superman dies again because he's trash. But on to more <laughs> Marvel news. <laughs> <laughs> Rumor, according to the MCU Direct, we have Marvel Studios reportedly wanting had, uh, Hugh Jackman to return as Wolverine in Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. And it's kind of crazy because we did see Hugh Jackman and Kevin Feige take a picture together. And then two months later, we have Hugh Jackman saying that he never got a call from Marvel. So, um, piss on me and tell me it's rain. Hmm. Hmm. That's weird. Because I could have sworn y'all took a picture together. But then you say you never get a call from Marvel. So who knows? But then I hear from some guy on Twitter and he couldn't say. So I'm not going to say his name, 
but <laughs> I'm such an <laughs> asshole. But he said that Wanda is fighting somebody from the Fox universe. Mm. And when we talk about the Fox so universe, we're talking about either X-Men or Deadpool. So yeah. I doubt she's down I doubt she's fighting Deadpool in a scary movie, so No. So you gotta be the X-Men. Or Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. That would be the better option. Because wait. Oh, Hugh Jackman also took down the most powerful woman in the universe, and her name was Wait, what was her name? Was it Jean Grey? No. Was it Jean? Yeah, it was Jean Grey. Yeah, it was Jean Grey. He took down Jean Grey. Because he really can't die. Oh, me? Well, if you watch Logan. Well, at that point, he could die. (laughs) But shit. But at at the point where he took down Jean Grey, the, the Phoenix... He couldn't die at that point. Nope. Yeah, he got her on that one. Dang. That would be exciting if he get a role in there and then him and uh, Elizabeth Olsen could go at it in this movie in the Doctor Strange. That would be hard. Bro, definitely. So, if that could happen... I would love to see Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine. Again, Brandon Davis, I don't know who he is, but he's he has a check mark. And he always comes up on my timeline. He said he doesn't want Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in the MCU. I would love it. I don't yeah, need to him. see a new Wolverine if I don't have to. I'm attached yeah. to that Wolverine again. Spider-Man was the first film I seen in theaters as far as comic book films. But Blade, I don't know which came first. Blade or X-Men. But they was around the same time. And I'm attached to both of those films again. Yeah. So, um, actually, let's not act like I don't have Google in the palm of my hands. <laughs> Uh, Blade, 1998, X-Men, I think 2000. 2000. So, Blade first, then X-Men. And I was already on X-Men since a little, little kid because I had the first season, or not the first season, but the first two episodes of the X-Men series on uh, Mm -hmm. VHS. And um, I'm about to be a 30-year-old man in a couple of months. And speaking of being a 30-year-old man... I'm definitely going to be making an announcement when it comes to my birthday. So make sure you be tuned because when it's my birthday, I want to give you guys gifts. So that's all I'm going to say for now. You know, if you're a real fan, you've been listening this far. So I only want to give it to the real fans. So, you know, and and while it's on my mind, um, this is part of Marvel news. Um, the bro's birthday coming up September 8th. And that yes, day also falls on a day that what if comes out. So we will be recording a day late 
because I wouldn't want my brother to have to feel like he has to record on his birthday. So we will be recording the day after. Therefore, the what if uh, after show will be coming out on what's that, bro? Friday? Friday, yeah. So the what if after show will be coming out on Friday instead of Thursday. So mm-hmm. just letting you guys know. And this, again, this is for the fans. This is for the real fans, you know. I know you guys probably heard that we got our sponsorship back. But uh, so we, we, we're we now a professional podcast again. But <laughs> um, we just keeping it professional regardless. So we want to let you guys yeah. know that we will be recording the day after the bro's birthday. Because I wouldn't expect bros to have to record on his birthday, you know. Have fun uh, because yeah. he about to be, uh, how old you finna be? 23. Damn, this nigga old. So, he's about to be 23. So, um, that's a big thing. So, follow you, follow my bro, man. Get that boy a follow. Oh, Get that oh, boy God. a follow for his birthday. Or the KT Network. 10. Same thing. I know. Follow either platform. KC Network, Slime.10, whatever, man. Make sure you follow it. And birthday shout-outs are much appreciated. You don't have to force it, man. You don't force it. I'm not telling you to do it. But if you want to do it, it's much appreciated. Yo, get a brother shot on his birthday. Oh, God. Get a brother shot on his birthday. Um, Okay. Let me look at my handy-dandy MCU direct timeline for any more news. And we're going to wrap this up. Hey, this is what happens when your boy get on, get a little slizzard up. <laughs> and, um, you know, we just get to going. Oh, and this is what this podcast is about. This is the podcast where we just get to talk. Like, oh, we don't have to talk about. That's why we broke it up. We did. Mark, we wanted to break it up to do specific show. And then Marvel news and whatever we want to talk about. Hey, we might talk about this No Way Home trailer until December. So I hope you're ready. Oh God! Oh, it's about to be an adventure, bro. Hey, and think about it. We started this podcast in fucking either January or February. Or I don't know why I keep acting like I don't have my phone in my hand. Let me go back. I'm just saying, regardless, I just wanted to say that time flies, and I am so glad that time is flying with you guys, seriously. Oh, God. We started this podcast February 22nd, so the end of February. Oof. Think about how it's August, it's the end of August, almost September. This shit been flying by. So before we know it, we're going to be at the Spider-Man destination. Mm-hmm. They're not Just delaying Spider-Man, away. guys. They're not delaying it. 355 million views in a day, they're not delaying it. They know we risking COVID for this one. Don't worry. <laughs> they know we oh, risking God. COVID for this one. Or Delta or Lambda. We don't give a fuck when it comes to Spider-Man. Oh, God. We're going to be there. So, um, the MCU Direct, they point out that 
MJ has all of her drawings from detention posted on her wall as she's texting Spider-Man in her bed. So, nice little nugget to point out. Oh, that's cool. Nice little nugget. And not only, but she actually has the picture of uh, Hannibal Burris, who was the uh, coach. Yo, he got to make an appearance. Oh, yeah. He got to yeah, make it. Yeah. He got to make a cameo because his shit was so funny. Uh, I'm pretty sure this guy's a war criminal now, but here you go. <laughs> yeah, bro. I seen. Yeah, I seen him up there. I was like, hey, that, I was like, it's the bros. I was like, it's the bros, man. Yeah, Hennebert. Hennebert is the shit. Yeah, he a go for real. Yeah, man. So I feel like. Unless you got anything, bro, that's it for the Straight Outta Marvel podcast. No, I ain't got nothing. So make sure you go ahead, follow me, follow Chris at the KC Network 702 at Twitter, Instagram. Like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. Actually, we need more subscribers before we start posting again on YouTube because... The numbers not looking like the audio numbers. So I'm making a statement right here. 100 subscribers before we post the next video. Boom. I said it. 100 subscribers before we post the next YouTube video. But videos will be slashed up and put into pieces on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at the KC Network and Shredder the Marvel group on Facebook. Uh and um Kevin twenty seven. I'm out. Yeah, and I told you guys slime dot ten. You remember that? And we're gonna be here next week. Well, the coming week for episode four of What If. So make sure you guys be ready to tune in for that. It's Friday, fun experience, man. It's gonna be fun. So let's have some fun, man. I'll see you guys next week. Or not Friday. No, yeah, not Friday. It's next week, Friday. This oh, is a regular shit. day. Regular days. Boom. My man, Great. my man, Charlie, he, 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 he can't wait for Shang-Chi. Look at him. Bro, it's because I'm on he Shang-Chi can't. time, bro. I'm like, yeah, that's coming up. <laughs> he can't wait to get in September, man. I bro, feel it, though. I feel him. But I did put the date on it, so I didn't fuck it up. I didn't fuck it up. Yeah, that's how good you got. But, yeah, we see you guys next week, man. See you next week for episode four of What If? Believe until you make believers. Peace. Thanks for listening to Straight Out of Marvel. If you want to support this show, please leave a five star rating on Apple Podcasts at Straight Out of Marvel and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at KC Network 702. Like, retweet, comment, and subscribe. See you next Thursday for the What If After Show. Thanks for listening.